Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Power Your Life Radio Show with host and success doc, Joanne White. Author, speaker, certified coach, and energy master, Doc White gets to the heart of what matters most. She features guests and experts to help you consciously create more success, health, and wellness in every area of your life, work, and relationships. They'll share their success stories, wisdom, and know-how to help you shine more light onto your day and into your life. Power your life right now. Here's Joanne White. Hello, everyone, and thanks for joining us today on Power Your Life, and it's always a pleasure to be here. And wherever you are, today is a day to think about what we're doing, what we're promoting, how we are being in the world. We've all had many, many challenges, and that doesn't mean there aren't any more, but at the same time, there is a way to really kind of enhance your day and feel good about who you are and also be able to affect other people in a very positive way. And I'm really pleased to have someone on my show today who's really doing that and has promoted her love missions and is here to help you figure out how to do that too and so much more. I'm talking about Christina Goebel, M.A., who's the editor and the author of three books as well as an upcoming audio book. And her books are part of a love mission to aid and inspire hurting hearts and encourage others to expand more love into their lives and also onto the world. Christina's first book, Golden Heart, How to Love Humanity, is a self-help love inspiration manual that's on Book Authority's top 98 best perseverance ebooks of all time, as well as top 100 spirituality books of all time. Golden Heart, How to Love Humanity is the basis for her other works, including Golden Heart 2, We Are Your Family, which is a best-selling lifetime companion for orphans, foster children, the bereaved, and anyone missing or needing family. It's also a free book, and all the profits for the books go toward gifting the print books to students without technology access. Christina Goebel also writes science fiction fantasy with an eye toward responsible technology stewardship. Her science fiction fantasy book, Birthright, Galax Rising, will soon be released as a graphic audiobook, which Christina narrates and is also accompanied by six-part readers. Christina Goebel, it's a pleasure to have you here. How are you? Thank you, thank you, and I'm doing great. Obviously, I'm with you, so it feels wonderful. How are you doing today? Wonderfully, thank you. So I love your mission, and I feel very drawn to it, as you know. And tell us how this love mission began. What was going on in within you and in your head to to start this process? Okay, um, it started with devastation. So. When I talk about my story, I want uh, all of the listeners to think that, you know, while 
while Dr. Joanne and I are here today, it may sound like we're talking about ourselves and our experiences, but really it's for the listeners. It's, so as we speak, think about your life and how this applies to your life and how you can expand the love in your life. So, you know, our mind started unexpectedly. I mean, you don't think, oh, I'm going to have crises, I'm going to have devastation, I'm going to be in a heap on the floor wondering how I'm going to live and survive, and that is a moment from which we can thrive. So at that moment, you know, this happens to so many people, and so I spoke to my husband and I said, can I share this story? Because, you know, he's involved in it. And he's like, of course. And what happened, you know, was he had an affair. And I was a Bible school teacher, and he was an elder in the church. And it came unexpected. I mean, we lived a very clean life. And it blew my world apart. It attacked my, my marriage. It attacked my faith. And... For a long time, I didn't know how I was going to survive. And a lot of women that I've spoken to, they've said this is a moment. They've come to me crying and really not knowing how to survive life through an infidelity. And I've also known men that have been devastated by an infidelity. And it's like, how do you move forward from something that is so close to your heart? And how do you love when your heart's been broken? And I I asked God, I'm like, what am I supposed to do? What do you want me to do now? And the idea for Golden Heart came. And I thought, I'm going to help all these people with this book when I show you how to love the world. And really, it was healing me in the process because I learned that I'm not here to love one person. I'm here to love the world. And when things don't work for me with one person or within my family or within my friends, I I need to remember that there's a bigger purpose for me. And that purpose is to love the world, to use my skills and my abilities to love everyone. You know, I think it's so important to be able to take our personal situations, tragedies, whatever, and be able to look beyond that, beyond self, and see how we can help others, which is something that you do and, and, and I do as well from from our own places. So just out of, out of curiosity and also for you to share with our listeners, how did you uh-huh. handle the infidelity with your husband? I mean, what happened personally that also was able to shift you? I'm glad you asked that because a lot of women speak to me about this. Okay, because I will tweet, um, you know, I have a big following on Twitter, and I will tweet about forgiveness, and women will go, how am I supposed to forgive Infidelity. How am I supposed to forgive rape? And I, I keep saying, it's not about them. It's about you moving forward. And forgiveness is that place that lets you turn that hatred and that anger away from your life 
and be able to embrace all the beautiful things that are part of you. So forgiveness is about your recovery. And so I kept, you know, for me, I mean, I was, I'm a believer, so I was praying, and I was praying to God, please give me forgiveness. And let me tell you, that didn't come easily. <laughs> but it is a continual process to say, if I keep saying I forgive, eventually I'm going to believe it. <laughs> and it does well, it happen. Uh, yeah. I think forgiveness, I'm sorry I didn't mean to interrupt. I think forgiveness is something, like you said, I love what you said, and I believe it wholeheartedly, that it's it's not necessarily for the other person. That's a part of it, but it's also for ourselves. Because when we hold anger or or malice or any of those things, and you're on a love mission, so that, that's not part of the love mission it really is toxic and toxic to ourselves and also gets bred out to other people as well. So it's so very important that you were able to forgive and be able to move forward and teach people, Christina, how to do that so beautifully. So I love your books. I, You know I'm Thank a you. part of the Golden Heart too. But tell people yeah. what... what what was the beginning of Golden Heart One? What was what was the thought behind it? What was the goal behind it for you and in terms of putting that book out into the world? Well, in my moment of suffering I realized that one of my gifts was love, was knowing how to love people. And each of us have this gift. So while I'm talking I want you know, your listeners and everyone to think, what are my gifts, you know? Um, but at, at that moment, I realized my whole life I've been trained how to love, how to serve, how to see people who are in need, how to see the homeless person and have a conversation with him or her, how to look at the systems that are are organized around orphans and to see you know, I, I'm able to just see through the system and say, oh, my goodness, you know, there's people who are not being loved. And and so uh, I took my, my gifts and my experiences and I put them into a book and I said, okay, here's how we love. And one of the things that I talk about is it doesn't matter. A lot of people say, oh, well, you've got to love yourself first. You've heard that before. And... I don't believe that. I think that you can love other people or you could love yourself, but either way, if you're applying love in your life, it's going to bring more love into your life and it's going to enable you to love more. So I examine why do we not love ourselves. Now, uh, having been a teacher, and I taught um, grades 6 through 12 in high school and in middle school, and Um, When I was a teacher, I saw right away that a lot of people were devastated by their education because you have a grading system that says you're a B, you're a C, you're an F. But I saw again and again and again that students were not Bs and Cs and Fs. And and, and so that system that says you failed something or you're not excellent at writing or you're not excellent at history, 
started to create within them a, a, a sense of imperfection. Mm-hmm. And we don't have to be perfect. That's part of the thing. Ideally, right, in an educational system, your teacher would teach you until you understood everything 100%. That's the perfect educational system. So for so many of your listeners will go, oh, my gosh, that's me, because they know they've started in school to feel like they weren't good enough, and then they started forgetting their gifts and their talents, and they started giving up on their dreams, and then other people come and they try to define you, and they try to say, you can't do this, you can't do that, you're not doing this right, when in in uh, when they could actually be discouraging and destroying your impetus to follow your dreams and to follow your skills and to do what you and only you were born to do. And it's hard for you to look at your parents and, and your teachers and stuff and say all these wonderful people who you respected so much might be wrong about who you are. But somebody has to be honest about that and say they might have been wrong. They might have not realized that you were born to be an astronaut, an astrophysicist, or that you were born to, uh, you know, raise a a nursery and, and, uh, you know, feed the homeless. Who knows? Only you know what your, your mission is and what you can do. And... So the first part of that is to realize that all these systems that we have in society that tell us who we aren't are not telling us who we are and encouraging us to follow our natural gifts and abilities, the things that you and only you were born to do. And so ideally that should have been happening. I'm sorry if that didn't happen in your life. We've got to move forward today and to say, okay, from this day, I'm going to start to look at what I'm good at. I'm going to start and and to examine the things that I love to do and that make me happy and feel wonderful. And I'm going to pursue these things. And I'm going to just keep moving forward until I see, I start to see the things that I'm really here to do. And, And then... The second part of the book will uh, tell you how to love others more, and there's ways to do that, such as communication um, is a huge part of that, but also observing others. And You, you know, know, I want to go back to talent. something, Christine. Christine, I want to yeah, go back. Absolutely. To, thank you. I want to go back to loving oneself because what you were talking about is is so valid and many people get that place whether it's from family or from school or from even socially whatever whether they they feel not worthy or or in some some way their differences because because lately it's also about how our differences make us seem less than or not capable or whatever and I think what you're talking about in terms of self-love is key. Like you said earlier, it helps us love people more when we're able to love and accept ourselves. And I want people to really take that in because that's so very important. That that op- That's an expansive way of seeing love. 
and being and feeling love for self and then for others. So now tell us about the second part of the book. I just wanted people to real. I just wanted to well, emphasize. you know, that was a great. <laughs> that was a fantastic segue, and and I say that because okay, you know, some people will tell me so that you know, Joanne. Some people will tell me, oh, but Christina, I just don't love myself or or something. I said that's fine. Go and love other people, and then you can't hate yourself. If you're feeding homeless people, how can you hate yourself? You start to see your value. In serving others, you create a value for yourself that's immeasurable. But the thing is, is you might say, well, you know, homeless people, I, I, I don't feel called. That's one of the things that we examine in, in uh, Golden Heart how to love humanity, is what are some potential areas that you might feel called to go out and, and love and serve other people. So you might feel more called to, you know, work with with our elders. You might feel more called to work with people with various uh, disabilities or ability sets. You might feel called to inspire children. You might feel called to inspire CEOs. You know what your calling is, and you probably, as I'm starting to talk, you're starting to think of some areas and some groups of people that appeal to you. That's not an accident. It's a, you know, you might feel guilty and say, well, you know, I don't, I don't want to help every single group of people in the world. Don't feel guilty. It's what you're supposed to do. And if you start to see all these little nudges, all these desires, all these passions that you have in your heart are supposed to be directed towards people and to drive you into action to serve and love and care and extend kindness to others, then, you know, the more that you accept that, the more that you act on it, the more that opens up to you. So if you want the doors to open, you have to move forward. You just keep moving forward. Do something. It's little bits and pieces. You know, it's something. so important. It's, not- to, it's it's so important to recognize our gifts, like you're talking about, and also to honor them and honor ourselves. And at the same time, yeah. I don't know that everybody knows their gifts immediately. I think oftentimes our interests, our gifts, our talents evolve as we evolve. And so it may be there may be urges and, and and things that you're talking about that happen early on, and then as we grow, we may embrace other kinds of interests, other kinds of gifts. It's part of our beautiful exploration of life. That that I mean, sometimes I know from a personal standpoint, I'm doing something right now in in film and that I never even envisioned before and so I think it's it, I guess what I'm saying is is don't be fixed like continue that process of growing and evolving because there's so much more and what you're saying and and these books saying it, it's like let go of judgment and just be you know, be the beautiful person that you are, the beautiful persons that you are. So tell us about what 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 you're doing with these books. Why is it so important for so many people that are being connected and are being 
getting value from the information that that you're imparting and also your second book, the information that you, you've asked other people to impart as well, Christina. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, the first book was kind of, I had somebody say, it's, it's like a college course on love. And it is, it's very all-encompassing, you know. And it started, you know, with love yourself, love others, and then the end of it is, you know, follow, start pursuing your love mission and think big. So um, thinking big is, okay, let's say that I say I want to help homeless people, and so I make up some soup and I go down the road on a cold day and I just start handing soup or sleeping bags to people, and that's great. If we're thinking about helping 10 or 15 people, why not think about helping thousands? How can I expand my love mission and say, how can I help more people? What can I do to help more people? So Golden Heart 2, which I invited you to work on, um, is Golden Heart 2, We Are Your Family. The thought is there are people out there who are orphans, and I taught um, you know, orphans when I was a teacher, and one of them, I, I knew that they had been to seven foster homes, and they had still not found a family-loving situation. And I thought, this is awful. I mean, there's a whole bunch of people in the foster care system who may be caught between getting adopted. They may not be adopted. I've had uh, people who work with uh, within that system tell me the least likely to get adopted are people with disabilities, right? And... What happens to these people about having that family experience being loved? And it's kooky and it's quirky. Okay, Golden Heart 2 is not a whole bunch of people who got together and everybody said the most perfect thing you ever heard. There's, some of them are just, you know, you can hear your uncle talking or or your cousin, you know what I mean? And and some of them are, are like your grandmother or your mother and your father talking and what we do is we share love in a way for people who are missing it, for people who don't have a family now or for people whose parents have passed or for people who have a family but they've never felt loved. And so my thought was one day I was listening to Paul McCartney, I was listening to the Beatles, okay, and uh, I was hearing um, Let It Be. And um, he said, in my times of darkness, Mother Mary comes to me. And that was his mother, his mom. And his uh, mother had passed away, and when he was having crises in his life, well, he felt uh, that his mom was coming to him and comforting him in his times of crises, even though she had passed on. And I thought, I want to, you know, write a book for my son so that he'll always have that piece of me about all these various experiences that you go through when you need family support. And um, and then I thought, what about the orphans? And I started crying. And, yeah, I'm driving in the car listening to this song crying because I realized they weren't going to have that. And even now I'm getting emotional about it. And so I thought, I can't. I can't love everybody. I, I can't be there personally for everybody. But what I can do 
is I can write a book that will love them forever. And they can keep that book. And every time they read my message, it says, I love you. You are special. You are wonderful. And I'm here for you. And when you're hurting and you want and when you want someone in the world to affirm that you are meaningful in life, you can come back here and I will be here every time. Even when I'm no longer here, I will still be there for them. And then I thought, well, what if my kind of love and my voice and my story and my way of speaking doesn't say I love you to the reader? And then I thought, I have to invite more loving and special people. And so I invited the most loving and caring and kind people, yourself included, Dr. Jane, and I said, please join me. Please join me. And they did. And I'm, like, wiping away tears right now because other people believed in that mission for me. And now we have a book out there that will love anybody who means it forever. You know, it's so beautiful that you gather. The, firstly, the, the impetus for writing it, I'm getting chills talking about it and thinking about it and wanting to be able to not only embrace love and share love with your family, with your sons, but also beyond that and expand that love out into the world and to people, Christina, who who oftentimes, like you said, don't feel the love, aren't even though I mean that story you said about that 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 individual who who has been to so many foster homes and still doesn't feel loved and connected, which is is heartbreaking in so many ways. So the ability for you to do to embrace other and to bring other people along with you to share that vision, what it does is it just amplifies the love that's going out into the world and to people who need that in such a profound way. So beautiful. I, I think that's such an awesome mission. So how is that book affecting people? How how and who are who's getting it? What are their thoughts? What are their feelings when they they read some of the love aspects and, and feelings that are encompassed in the book? Well one of the things I'm hearing is that people do understand the concept of a lifetime companion that uh, we are your family is supposed to be. They're like, I will read this again. And it's it's not in sections. So, you know, there's a section on death, right, and loss. And that might be a section you need to revisit, right, when somebody passes away. And, and so there are different sections meant to be there for those moments when you need it. Um, the concept of a book being a family member when you just don't have that or when you don't feel loved. I mean, sometimes, you know, you have family, you have friends, you have everything, and sometimes it all just goes to pot. <laughs> and, and you're just like, man, my life sucks and nobody loves me. Oh, my God. And, um, it, I mean, that happens. That's what, what the book's there for. But, um, you know, in, in thinking about that, uh, a lot of people, they get down when they don't reach these uh, goals that they put for themselves, myself included. 
And uh, I started realizing that I have to play the long game. So the long game is I am not here to write a book and and, uh, just promote it for now and then forget about it for six months later. It's a long game. If I created this book to be here for people for millennia, if it wants to be. And so at that point, I have to just keep promoting it and extending it and following the mission and believing in it. And I I love um, Ogmandino, and he, he said, I will persist. That's one of his little secrets and ready salesmen in the world. And that should be a mantra for all of us. I will persist. When you haven't reached your goal, think, I will persist. When you're disappointed, you know, that's powerful because you do need to persist, even if it's not about reaching our goals, just about the way that we, we embrace a day, the way that we look at ourselves. You've been talking a lot about loving ourselves, the way that we see the world and persist in a way, like you said, Christina, not giving up and, and, and moving forward. You mentioned that before, too, which, again, opens up doors to new opportunities and new gifts that we can embrace and share. Oh, yeah. So what's next for you? What are you working on now that's, that's exciting and important and, and sharing more of your love mission? Um, okay, so I am working on an audio book, and um, how that uh, ties in, it ties into my love mission in so many ways. Um, my science fiction fantasy books look at love and the value of sacrifice. And there's a lot of different kinds of sacrifice. When you love people and you care about people, you're willing to put yourself out there. When you love humanity, as a woman, you care about humanity, you put yourself out there. And uh, so we look at and examine how love affects us in, you know, different technological situations in the future and how we might want to look at the future. But as I as I make that into an audio book, and we're getting ready to release that, and I narrowed it, and I have um, six part readers, and the reason why it was so important for me to eventually have all my books in audio book form is um, for all those people out there who have low vision or who have blindness, and most of the books in the world are inaccessible to them. And and so I want them to not only have my my book in accessible form, but to have my book to feel my emotions, to, to have that, 3D auditory experience that has been so denied to them, even with descriptive voice in in movies and, and things. And you, and uh, also I'll be working on uh, Golden Heart Three, which is going to be, um, it, uh, which is written for the homeless community, and um, it's meant to be more of an outreach to people, a survival guide for people who are homeless or who are in poverty. And as some of you listen to this, you might think, oh, my gosh, you know, this woman does so much, it's too much. And I had a family member tell me that the other day, you can't do all this, it's impossible. 
And I said, stop right there. <laughs> you don't know what I'm capable of because I'm the only me. Nobody like me has ever existed before, and nobody like you has ever existed before. So don't let anyone tell you you think too much or you're taking on too much or you, it, it's impossible, especially when it's your love mission, especially when you know it's what you were born to do. Because the way you do it, how you do it, the passion you bring with it, everything there is your little fingerprint on that love mission, and nobody would do it the same way that you're going to do it. And they're not going to get it, especially people who are close to you. But the people serve, the people who are meant to receive your message will get it. And you just you keep persisting. I'm not sure. And, and, you know, I think, that, I think that's yeah. so very important. So when you said that to your family member, did were they able to shift? Because it is so important. You know, our family, our family some, like you said, our families sometimes don't get what we're doing, what we're capable of, and what our vision or our mission is. And, and that's okay. A lot of people, like you said, Christina, may not get it. But that doesn't mean that you stop, and that doesn't mean that you don't follow your heart and your dream and your mission like you have been doing for so long. So can you share with our listeners, because we're running out of time, how they can connect okay. with you and get more of of these wonderful books and more to come? <laughs> Okay, well, an easy way to find me is uh, my website, www.lovegoldenheart.com. And also on Amazon Authors, you can look for Christina Goble. I'm on Twitter as Love Golden Heart, and that's my main platform. And I'm on uh, Instagram as Christina Goble. Um, um, uh, if you forget Love Golden Heart, if you just type hashtag Golden Heart or Golden Hearts into Twitter, you'll find me. <laughs> and, <laughs> and what we do is we'll share messages about love, kindness, inspiration um, to keep you going while you find out where you want to be. Beautiful. So what would you like to leave our listeners with a parting thought? Um, what I thought it thought is um, compassionate with yourself and give yourself more time to accomplish your goals. You're going to put expectations on yourself to say, I need to do X, Y, Z by next month. Let go of some of those dates and just say, I'm going to do what I was born to do, and it's going to be done when it's done, and I'm going to do it my way, and it's going to be awesome. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you, <laughs> Christy Goebel. You are thank you. Awesome. You are awesome, and I love the premise and and everything about Golden Heart and love Golden Heart. And your heart certainly reverberates with love and shares that in such a beautiful way. So thank you for being on Power Your Life today. Well, I really appreciate the opportunity to 
shared it up, and uh, I had all kinds of, you know, crazy uh, circumstances that I thought we're trying to prevent today, and I thought, you know what, that's probably because somebody really needed this message today, and <laughs> they're going to get it. <laughs> I persisted. And I'm yes, like, they are. Happen. And again, thank you for being the messenger of love and for sharing your mission and also for helping other people ignite their own love missions. And, and as we all do that, wow, what a beautiful world we can have. So thank you for the blessing of you, Christina. Oh, thank you. That's so sweet. Yeah, thank you for joining me and for believing in my mission and working with me. And uh, we are your family, and I hope that you continue to work with me on some yes. future works. And uh, I'd yay. love it. <laughs> Thanks again. Take care. I'd love it. So think about everything that Christina Goebel said. She said a lot, and basically, you need to follow your own love mission and. And recapping a little bit of what, about what she said, and, and no matter whether you've been told you're not good enough or you can't do this or you shouldn't do this or how could you even do this or you're not capable, move past that because nobody knows except, like Christina said, except you. Nobody knows your gifts, what you're really capable of, and you don't need to be the one to discredit yourself or believe in something that it's not true. And as Christina said, to follow your own love mission and be open to wherever it takes you because it can be so beautiful, not only for you, but can also be so beautiful for the other people, the other hearts that you and minds that you touch in the world. And together, with with our love missions, we can truly, truly make a difference. So take each step. Power Your Life isn't about everything happening all at once, as Christina talked about. Just go with that goal that you have and don't beat yourself up if you don't meet a deadline. But know in your heart that you're going to move forward with it in your own time. And take care of yourself and celebrate yourself. Love yourself as you extend that love mission that each of us have onto the world. And thanks for joining us today on Power Your Life. If you want to get a hold of me, give you the short version, go to docwhite.org. Find out more about Power Your Life and other kinds of ways to empower yourself and to grow yourself daily. You've been listening to the Power Your Life radio show with host and author, Dr. Joanne White. Listen often and spread the word about the upbeat show to enrich you and grow your life in the direction you desire. Listen again and again and visit docwhite.org for more information and find out how Dr. Joanne can benefit you. Thank you for sharing your day with us and stay tuned for more exciting guests and events to come. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.